0: Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, a member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. Ready to hear untold stories behind the brands you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the Rebrand. Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of the
1: Harky Group, Scott Harkey. All right, Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, where, as you know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers built them. I'm your host and founder of the Harky Group, Scott Harky, and today we're going to discuss social media brand strategies. As you know, I'm very picky about agencies coming on the show. I want to make sure they're bringing fresh ideas, things that we're struggling with. So I couldn't be more excited to have Jason Mitchell on the show, who's the CEO at The Movement Strategy, which is a social media agency. Movement strategies' clients include Netflix, Amazon, Warner Media, and many more. They've recently named Shorty Awards Small Agency of the Year and recognized at DigiDay Awards under Best Organic Marketing Campaign. They are known for breakout work for Yellow Jackets, Rick and Morty, Adult Swim, DC Comics, and Amazon Studios The Boys. Yesterday, Jason and I talked about commonalities in brand strategy between Netflix, Amazon, and Warner Media. Today, Jason Mitchell, the CEO of the Movement Strategy, are going to discuss why Yellow Jackets and Looney Tunes got covered by Ad Week and Ad Age. Here's my conversation with Jason Mitchell, the CEO at the Movement Strategy. All right, brother, you're back. What's up? What's up? How are you? Good. We got to hear about your background, and you and I are definitely going to have to connect out of the show because I'm an okay surfer and a snowboard freak, and you're a skier and a surfer, so we'll definitely have to take this conversation on the mountain. Let's get into it. I mean, Looney Tunes... I loved our conversation in the first show. Maybe dive in deeper, like maybe more examples of work you've done and why it was successful. We can start with Looney Tunes or we can jump into Warner Media. Yeah, so Looney Tunes I think is a great
0: example of this idea of building out a brand character. And so we've been working with Warner Media for seven, eight years now. And about four years ago, they reached out to us and they said, hey, you know, we want to think about how to reboot our Looney Tunes social media and they were kind of gearing up they were a couple years out from Space Jam and there was some stuff coming to HBO Max and they wanted to think about how do we go from just posting clips on the platform to doing something that's really additive for media companies that have big libraries of content Except for YouTube, it's really hard to monetize that content in any meaningful way. You know, you can put it out, you can put clips out and get views and engagement, but what is that really doing for the brand? And so that's what we wanted to figure out is how do we do something different on social media that re-engages people into Looney Tunes, gets them to either discover Looney Tunes, that they really love Looney Tunes for the first time, or more likely rediscover their affinity for Looney Tunes that they had as a kid. So these are people that are, you know, let's say 20 to 35 years old that are becoming adults that are having families. It's really important that Looney Tunes is top of mind and they start showing it to their kids. And so we said, okay, how do we position Looney Tunes on social in a way that we can enter into the conversations in an organic way that are happening and become a sort of must follow social media account? And we started with this process that we have called building out a brand character and creating a brand verse for that character. And what we landed on with Looney Tunes is this idea of what if the Acme Corporation hired a intern to run their social media account? It would be a disaster, but it would be hilarious. So that's actually what we should do. And so we build brand characters and oftentimes they're not consumer facing, but in this case, the Acme intern actually was consumer facing and we launched it on Twitter and TikTok. And we did this post where we had this the intern have a badge and it's his first day at the job and he had this big, you know, rule book. And so we, we brought the Acme intern to, to social media and it was really interesting. Like pe- people loved it. They love seeing a new character. We actually had the person who voices some of the Looney Tunes characters create this voice for the Acme intern. And that gave us permission to then enter into conversations that were happening on the internet. So as an example, not too long after we launched the Acme Intern, one of the things dominating social media was this conversation happening at Barstool Sports with one of their big podcasts it was Call The Daddy. Is that the name? Yeah. And the thing that was happening was one of the hosts was leaving and there was all this drama around it. And so Granny, one of the characters in the Looney Tunes, is like perfect foil for that. And so the Acme intern basically suggested that Granny should join that podcast. And Barstool Sports picked it up and they wrote an article about it and people were talking about it. And all of a sudden, all of these people who there's no way they would have been thinking about Looney Tunes that day, they're talking about Looney Tunes and it becomes part of the social media conversation happening on the internet. And we continued to do that over and over and over again in you know in culture and in sports and in, in, in art and entertainment. We had all of these very high profile people start to engage with us and follow us. And so that just really elevated Looney Tunes into that sort of cultural zeitgeist and gave people a reason to care and re-explore their affinity for Looney Tunes. And so sort of that's one of the great examples of how we do this with Looney Tunes, but also it gets into a lot of the thinking of how we bring brands to social in a really
1: compelling way. That's cool. I mean, your examples in terms of the brands you've worked with, your creative examples for social, certainly you have home run capabilities for things going viral. And I'm glad we got to dive into the strategy behind that before in terms of how you think about character development. And what great examples. And you know, people that know how to troll an audience do really well. If you look at Elon Musk right now, I think's pretty well versed it um, right now on Twitter. There's others that can can keep an audience engaged and they're, and they're including other people. and all of a sudden there's discussions. NBA's done it really well. NFL's done it at times really well. Some certain NFL personalities have done it really well. My question to you is, given your entertainment background, and your access to writers, how do you have, are you crowdsourcing writers? Is it being where you're at in Hollywood? I'm just thinking about the talent creatively that you have access to within your agency and the capabilities and the background they have in entertainment is different than anybody else I've heard of. How do you do that? I don't know it, how much you can talk about that, but that that's what's going through my mind. Like, how do you how are you accessing the talent you have for some of these these brands? Is pretty insane. It, yeah. So what this this was something that we learned when we were working with
0: Netflix and really with them I think fracking the code on how brands can create nimble highly effective social media teams is this idea of building out these social media writer's rooms and so the way that we think about it is we have you know a core team of full-time individuals at movement that are doing you know strategy work and community management posting stuff like that but then we supplement them with a writer's room of, of real writers. So people that might write for TV shows or they might, you know, do different types of comedy writing or depending on what the uh, genre is, different types of writers. There are a lot of freelance writers out there today. You know, people that write articles for, you know, websites or, or whatever else. A lot of these individuals are amazing writers. They're freelancers. They're looking for opportunities and we're giving them these amazing opportunities. We're saying, hey, we have this social media brand that we've created a character for. We want to engage you to be part of our writer's room. And we're just going to find interesting things that bubble up on the internet and we're going to write to them. And that's the motto that we have employed incredibly successfully. And so we, we have these nimble writer's rooms that are, you know, we're a virtual agency. Our writers are virtual. We're talking on Slack. So we'll create a Slack channel with us, the client, and we'll just be flagging things. Hey, this is trending right now. Who has a funny post about this? And we'll write it. And within a very short amount of time, we'll be able to turn it into a piece of content.
1: Dude, that's so rad. Here's what I want to do. Um, I know we're running a little short on time because we went so long on the first one, but I'd love to bring you back if I could. And I, I don't know, I've never done this. I don't know if you have done this, but what would be cool, and I don't know if we could get access to maybe a couple of people from your team or a writer, like What would be cool is to like maybe even hypothetically think about a brand and think about like how we would approach it and think about like what a character development would look like and maybe go a little deeper or just kind of brainstorm ideas to help people think about social in this in this way, because it is certainly unique. Or maybe we just do another episode of kind of how we're doing and go over other examples. I don't know, but I I definitely want to bring you back. This is a, a topic. That is, you know, it's a big need in the industry, especially as AI is coming into the fold. There's just going to be a lot of sea of sameness, you know, bullshit, crappy work out there. And to truly be loved and talked about and known in this market with the political shit that's going on the wars and everything else, like, you have to excel in this area. And of all the social people I've talked to, like, you certainly get it and have a, a unique perspective. So love to bring you back. But yeah, thanks for everything. Let's 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 end off this one a little shorter and I'm going to get back with your people and we'll get back on it. That sounds great. Yeah, I'd love to do it. All right, dude. Good, good, good having you on. Appreciate everything. If you can't wait till the next episode and you want to learn more about Jason, we'll put his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can DM him on Twitter or X, I should say, at twitter.com backslash movements, company website, movementstrategy.com. If you didn't have a chance to take notes, rebrand pods, got everything you need. Uh, you can find me on social media pretty much everywhere. It's just Scott Harkey. If you haven't subscribed, that's our, that's our big KPI, so we appreciate it. I haven't checked the numbers recently, but I know it's well over 5,000. Thanks for everybody. Thanks to the producer, Ben. You're the best, buddy. That's it for today, but next time, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand.